your friend. You don't go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. And we hope you are well, very well, here on this Wednesday. Warm temps, sunny skies. Come on. David Teal joins us in about half an hour. Coming up right now, though, it's time for the Roth Report with Bill Roth. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and current ESPN broadcaster Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning, pal. How are you today? Everything's smooth on your end? Yeah, man. We're getting there. Wednesday, great weather. I mean, you and I feel the same way about warm weather. (laughs) We do, we do. It's good to be with you, man. So much to get to today. But yeah, it's going to be a hot rest of the week, summertime temperatures yes really good we love it we absolutely love it um i guess before we get started let's talk um you know our good friend louise baker and what she brings to the table sponsoring and helping us out and she does so many great things for the community and even continuing that line now with a terrific fundraiser opportunity for people to get involved with well first of all yeah louise baker is a very special person in our community and she's a a sponsor her real estate team Mm -hmm. is a sponsor of uh my show, our show. So it's 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 nice to be able to talk about her when she's doing something that's really important to her. You know, there are a lot of people in our community, you know, no matter where you're listening, whether you're in Montgomery or Pulaski County or Giles or Floyd or um, Blacksburg, Christiansburg, Pulaski, there are a lot of people, Rick, that can't prepare meals. They're, they're, 60 years of age or older, right? Uh, financial hardship. Uh, they can't cook anymore. Uh, what do they do? They live alone. There's no one to help them. And that's where the New River Valley Agency on Aging comes in. And Monday through Friday, hot meals are delivered throughout our community. Well, how does that happen? Well, there's volunteers and there's people that make this happen. Uh, it, it can be really tough, obviously, right? You're mm-hmm. you're by yourself, you're financially limited, or you're physically limited, and uh, what do you do? Well, that's where Newer Valley Agency on Aging comes in. They provide hot meals for people throughout our community, and 
next Thursday night, a week from tomorrow, May 26th, a fundraiser will be held at uh, Nesselrod on the New over in Radford. Uh, a gourmet lawn party. The weather should be great. There's going to be live music, a silent auction, and it all benefits the Home Delivered Meals Program for the New River Valley Agency on Aging. And it's presented by Freedom First, uh, a local bank, obviously, in our in our area as well. And uh, I hope that folks will participate. It's going to be a fun night. I'm, I'm looking at the menu right now. <laughs> London broil. Uh, Hawaiian chicken, loaded baked potato. Uh, this is my kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, a cobbler with ice cream. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, I'm all in. I'm all in for all of it. Yeah, so uh, make plans next Thursday night, May the 26th. And if you need more information, uh, you can call them at uh, area code 540-980-7720. 980-7720. Come on out. It'll be a really good time. Live music, it goes to a great cause. And, and I think we all can relate to that. Imagine... Being in a situation where you can't cook and you can't go out, um, you know, you don't order you don't order a pizza every night, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's not healthy. Yeah, and, and and people show up and they check on them, right? There's someone coming to the house, and so I think it's a really important thing that we do, and that's in a way that makes our community really special too, right? There's yes, yes. Something there, there's organizations like that led by people like Louise Baker. That's right. So right. we'll talk more about it next week. We're yeah. going to give away a couple of tickets to the event yeah. as well. Uh, and even if you can't go, hey, buy a couple of tickets. They're $50 a piece. Buy a couple of tickets and give them to somebody that uh, wants to wants to go. Absolutely. Have a great night. Well, that's what our community is all about, as you said. Well said, by the way. New River Valley, that's what we do. We help one another. Thanks to Louise for helping champion that as well and everybody else that's involved helping bring that to fruition. By the way, today it's a very special time for you, isn't it? This week, it's a One birthday. year ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not his birthday. One year ago today... One year ago today, my puppy, Yay. Baxter, Baxter came home for the first time. He, he hears me talking about him. He's sitting right next to me here. And if you like dogs, if you love dogs, if you are a dog owner, you're going to really like today's show because that's going to be kind of the sub-theme of today's show. Okay, good. Today's Roth report is for doggy lovers. <laughs> and Baxter has made such a big difference, and I'm sure everyone who's had a dog is nodding his or her head going, of course, dogs make such a big difference in our lives. Whether it's the unconditional love, they always greet you with a smile and a wagging tail. It doesn't matter what kind of day. I mean, Baxter, he's a big sports fan. He could care less whether our teams win or lose, right? He just <laughs> he just wants to, to make everybody happy. And uh, it's, it's amazing, Rick, how he called, I, I was talking with some, some other folks with the Tech Athletics who, totally coincidentally, also got dogs in the last year. And they're saying, boy, it makes such a difference in our house with our kids. And uh, everyone should have a dog at some point. And, and we, had a, we had a yellow lab for about, oh, my goodness, 12 years. And, and now Baxter's one-year-old. Well, and, you know, it's dog day on Big Dog Sports Talk. It all makes sense. It's all coming together. Like Everyone's it. favorite dog, Big Dog. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Right, right. Well, I know that I remember you talking about him last year when you just you just picked him up. You just got him to the house, and we were talking about him then. So it's cool the year later. I mean, he's he's full grown now, right, after a full year. Is he, is he, he big? He better be full grown. <laughs> 
I keep putting him in the dryer. He's not shrinking. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, good stuff. No, I got. But we I, we can bring him by the studio, right? We're not going to get in trouble. Oh, of course. Yeah, do it all. Yeah, Richie Davis brings his, his dog in all okay, the time. Yeah, right, right. yeah. I'll we, bring him over. Yeah, I want to meet him. I want to meet Baxter. Please do. Please do. Well, happy a dad day to Baxter for finding his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Uh, also great stuff, what's going on with Tech Stick and Ball Sports? I mean, my goodness. Uh, we got a regional coming up. We've got the final homestand. Tech continues to roll last night. I mean, unprecedented times. You know, last night was really interesting because Pete Hughes and Jim Weaver at the time really got Tech baseball going yes. in terms of getting that stadium done. And mm-hmm. and I think we all knew, everyone knows, right? I mean, if you take a look at college baseball teams that are very successful, each has somewhat – of a, uh, one thing in common, and that is they get this great community support, and and the stands are packed and whatnot. And I'm excited to see what Tech baseball can become. And you know, there there's certainly some weather challenges that Virginia Tech will always have, unless it builds an indoor baseball stadium, right? I mean, we know that that you know LSU and and UCLA are always going to have better weather yes. in February and March mm. for baseball games. So. But that doesn't mean you can't have a really successful program. And, and what Pete Hughes did earlier, and now John Chef and taking it to the next level is remarkable. They've got an amazing lineup. You know, both Tech softball and baseball teams are ranked number three in the polls this week. They'll right. both probably, if they can win, they'll probably both host super regionals. And in a way, that is that is crazy. I saw D1 baseball projects the tournament. They have UCLA coming to Blacksburg for baseball. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> you know, that's just so, you know, that would be like an NCAA tournament. And UCLA for basketball is coming to Castle. Yeah, I mean, right, it's the same right. thing. I mean, that's that's where that program is baseball-wise. So I, I think it, it shows the commitment that athletics has made and, and, and the community can make a really big difference here because uh, English field, particularly when the students are there, can be a really, really fun environment for the home team and a challenging one for the visiting team. Well, it certainly can, and the fans were responding even, you know, a month, five weeks ago. I remember Coach Chef taking video. He goes, man, this looks like a regional crowd already, and you're right. The the, the community has latched onto it. It's going to be – I think it's going to be sold out on Friday for the softball. I really do. Yeah, and they've added some extra seats down the left field line for the Tech Softball Park. Now, remember this. People saying, well, that will be an, an easy regional. Mm-mm. It no, doesn't work that way. No, it no. doesn't work that way. Don't be fooled by the name on the front of the jersey, right? It, Every one of those teams coming to Blacksburg has a pitcher that could throw a no-no. No question. Okay, so don't say, what, what do you mean this game is 0-0 in the sixth? Yeah, of course of course it is. Yeah, right. Right, so, so you know, don't be fooled. Uh, and, and I heard some folks talking about the Hokies losing the, the, up, at, up at Pitt yeah, in the ACC yeah. tournament. You know, Clemson's ranked 16th. That's right. It happens. And now the pitcher that, you know, the Hokies beat last year and then earlier this year had a really good game against Tech. And that's the way it is. I mean, the Ho- they lost two regular season games and one postseason game, right? They've only <laughs> two ACC games in yeah, the regular season. That's right. You know, you know you're not going to go 45-0. and 0. Exactly. They went 42-3. and 3. So, yeah, I, I think they'll be in good shape. And it, it is an advantage to be at home. In, in something like this, and especially for the Supers, if they can get to that next stage. I agree, and I think eventually, I think that'll eventually help them what happened in the ACC tournament. I really do. I, I hope so, anyway. I hope they can learn that lesson. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We're having a fun time here on a Wednesday. More coming up. We'll get the latest with the SMA. Bill's also got his Game of the Week 
and the New River Valley Heart Clinic Top 3. All that's coming up with Bill Roth and the Roth Report as we roll along here on this glorious Wednesday afternoon. Stay with us. Don't go away. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. This is Rick Watson, voice of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's universityclubofvt.com. My daughter is Marina. Marina has a rare form of children's eye cancer, retinoblastoma. Her doctor sent us to a specialist, and then the specialist sent us to St. Jude. Within the first couple weeks of us getting here, I was just so scared. Like, I think the reality just hit me, and it kind of hit me all at once. I had started to cry, and her doctor came in, Dr. Brennan came in and just didn't even say anything, sat down beside me, and like, hugged me, and held me while I like, was literally sobbing. And she just said, it's gonna be okay. We don't have to worry anymore. The treatment worked, and we've saved her eye. This place has been such a blessing for us. There's no way we could have paid for treatment back home if we had to. We can come here and we can just solely focus on taking care of her and helping her heal. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. I'm meteorologist Leo Hersbrunner. Today we're going to see increasing clouds area-wide with a light southwesterly wind. Your high temperature right around 82. Tonight we turn mostly cloudy with a few scattered showers and storms overnight, low 60. Thursday, partly sunny, a few more thunderstorms, your high 83. That's your hometown forecast on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And we welcome you back, BDST. It's the Roth Report and the SMA updates. Keep on rolling on, Bill. What's going on with the class? Well, school's done for the summer, but, you know, we uh, the number one thing is making sure our alums can get or get jobs, right, yeah, and, sure. and move up in the world. And so uh, one of our alums is a finalist for a job in a major U.S. city. 
and uh, with an NFL team. He'll be covering an NFL team. And I talked with the with the hiring manager, who's assistant. It's a it's a major newspaper and website in the NFL city. And we had a long talk yesterday about uh, the, the, this young gentleman specifically, but in general, the type of things that newspapers websites are looking for. Right. So it used to be there was their own Oak Times and their own Oak World News, and they combined into one. And then you know now we know Roanoke.com and and the way newspapers are going and in most cities, whether it's richmond.com or Roanoke.com or, you know, San Antonio.com, Cleveland.com, right. They all have the same kind of model where it's a website and, and whatnot. And, and what are they looking for in hiring today? And we went back and forth on the skill set, and we discussed this one gentleman for about 40 minutes yesterday. And, but what I, but I found most interesting and I learned yesterday is he talked about, um, something that he calls celebratory journalism in young reporters that when their team, whether it's a college newspaper, when their team wins, there's this big glowing story and massive headlines. Mm -hmm. But when there's a big story that doesn't involve a positive story, they squelch it. And he says, we can't have that. He says, celebratory journalism is Good. If the Angels win the World Series or Otani throws a no-hitter or hits three home runs right. or one of their players, that's big news, right? Front page, absolutely. Blow it up. It makes everyone feel good. He's not anti-celebratory journalism, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Red Sox win the World Series. Boom. It's off the front of the paper, right? Yeah, yeah. Front page. Okay. But when the PR guy gives opioids to a player and kills him, right? which also happened with the Angels, that's a big story, too. You can't, you can't bury it. And he says, we need kids to be able to blow up a story when their team wins. We're the champions of a league. We won a bowl game. We did this. I need to see that they understand they can put it in perspective. But when there's a scandal... They need to be able to blow that up, too. And he says he thinks kids are afraid whether they they think if they write something that they're going to get their credentials revoked or that they're a fan of the school. And so they don't want to write our team lost. Right, right. Or our, our SID was a drug dealer that killed our pitcher. Those are tough stories to write. He says, I need to be able to see your people can do both. And so now I'm going to be able to take that back to the classroom. You're not going out to write bad stuff. Not at all. No. We want to write great stories that make us feel sure, good. Sure. But when something, when the team loses or when the coach gets fired, you can't be afraid to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Why did you fire him? That's you have to be able to ask that. Yeah, that, right. that, that, that okay. You need to be able to sit down with the Angels owner and go, Did you know your PR guy was an opioid dealer? How could you not know? Exactly. Those are tough questions to ask, right? I mean, those those big league baseball owners are millionaires, billionaires. Right? They're not gonna yank your credential. I like and, it. I like that. And so lot. that's what he talked about. He he yeah. but but I thought it was really interesting. He has no problem with celebratory journalism. I'm not going to give the city, but, but I'll throw another city. Green Bay. The Packers win, 
Front page of the Milwaukee Packer. Packers do it. Packers champs, right? There's nothing wrong with that, with pictures, or even a, a pullout section. He blasted, right? It's great for the community. But if, but if something bad happens, he wants to be able to – you have to be able to show me that you can – you can be objective. And I, I thought like that it. was really interesting. It is. I like that. Yeah. Very, very. Because our role is like we're broadcasters for teams. That's not necessarily our role. Correct. Correct. Which we understand, right? That Our job isn't to find something that's going bad with a program and amplify it. Right. That's not our deal. No. But from a journalist standpoint, if you want to get a job, you have to be able to show that you can separate your fandom and be objective and we, we talked about that a little bit at class. It, 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 it's more in, in, you know, a city where the fans are so passionate that uh, they want to know the bad news, too. Right? Well, I like it. Yeah, I think it's a valuable lesson. Very valuable lesson. So um, yeah. That's our SMA update. Okay, good stuff. All right, as always, by the way, good stuff with the SMA. Uh, what are you looking at for a game of the week? You know, we got this Boston-Miami series. We yeah, I'm going, going with that. Going I'm going with that. With that. Okay. I am. Did you watch that game last night? Yeah, I did. I thought they kind of wore out in the third quarter a little bit. Well, it was amazing because Boston outscored Miami in the first, second, and fourth quarters, right? Yeah, yeah. But Miami won the game. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the uh, the Celtics have guys that are out. I mean, they've got... You know, Smart's out. I don't know what his situation is. He's yeah, got a, a foot sprain. And then Horford, COVID, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And so, you know, they've got two starters out. Uh, so, anyway, our game of the week is tomorrow night's game two, Boston at Miami. And I think Smart will do everything he can if, to, to be able to play. Um, here's why I think this is our game of the week. I think Boston's probably – and if they, I'm going to say they're an edge better than Miami went healthy. Okay, agreed. I think, agreed. I think, but, but Butler is a difference maker. Jimmy Jimmy Butler goes into a game. His mindset is let's get stops and get to the free throw line. You've been on him for a while too. Like you've been talking about him, and now look at this guy. Like know? Jimmy Butler, what did he have? Forty one last night. Yeah, and effortlessly. And he, he they get stops, and it's almost like that's what coaches talk about. He's not worried about points, rebound, and assists. Let's just get stops and get to the free throw line. Play hard, play tough. And I thought they—I don't want to say intimidated the Celtics. They bullied them around a little bit last night in that third quarter. They—they they outscored them by twenty-five points. They're just tough, and they Butler makes everybody on the team tougher. And um, I don't—I don't again. I don't know that they're one hundred percent as skilled. I don't know if. The, I guess it depends on who's playing well and who's healthy. They're even. I mean, Miami is the does have home court advantage mm, in the right. series, that's but right. um, but uh, I, it, they have to, Boston has to win tomorrow night. And here's the reason, Rick. I don't think the Celtics could beat them four out of five. Yeah, right. Then it comes down to to end, margin. You yeah. get down two nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> and I, they're not going to beat them four in a row. I don't know if they could beat them four out of five, but I do think it'll be a long series. I think I think the Celtics, if if, if they if they get their guys healthy, they'll they'll play a really good game tomorrow night. I agree. I agree with that. All right, time now. I don't know which way it's going to go, but it's time for Bill and his top three. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's top three, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, what are we looking at for your big three today? Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling this out of uh, my dog's uh, <laughs> theme here today. So, you know, the most popular breed for mascots in college sports, do you know what it is? 
uh popular bro- dog or animal in general well the most popular well it's dogs okay, i think maybe dogs. no 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 eagles might be the eagles might well, there's be a lot of wildcats out there i know that so. but what is the most popular dog uh huskies bulldogs bulldog okay there's 15 bulldogs really mm-hmm. wow yeah there's five huskies Distant second. Uh, distant second. There's um, there's terriers. There Boston terriers. University, right. Wofford, mm-hmm. right? St. Francis of New York, they're the terriers. And then you've got the outliers like the Albany Great Danes and the UMBC receivers and Southern Illinois, the Salukis. Okay. Right. But I thought today, and then, I mean, there's some there's some pro teams as well, like the, the Roanoke uh, uh, Rail Yard Dogs. The Rail Yard Dogs, yeah. That's uh, our local hockey team. Mm-hmm. The El Paso Chihuahuas. Love it. Great logo, by the way. Chihuahua. I got one of those hats. So. <laughs> do you really? I do. But I thought today I we would do my, my top three dog mascots. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. And these are real dogs. This isn't like Scooby-Doo. Or, <laughs> right, right. I mean, Brian from Family Guy. Brian from Family Guy <laughs> is not a real dog. No, he's not. Uh, he should be, but he's he not. would be. He I, would it, be. It, could you imagine if if you had a that would be an incredible addition to the house? Oh, it probably. really would. Yes, yes, it uh, would. But but <laughs> but my my top three dogs, mascot dogs. Okay. Number three, Reveille the Collie from Texas A and M. Ooh, good call. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's a collie. Yes. Uh, um, I've seen him. They wouldn't let us get close to him, but I but. Who doesn't like a collie at a football game? You know, he's okay. wearing the A&M blanket on his back, yeah. 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 Number two is from Tennessee, Smokey, Smokey, the blue tick hound. Good call. Yeah, I forgot about Smokey. People forget about Smokey. I did. So, Ken, Kenny Stabler was doing color for Alabama on their radio broadcast, <laughs> and uh, – Smokey was there, and they were they were they were beating him pretty good. And he said, "I'd like to take Smokey back down." Yeah, he's got that drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'd, right. Yeah, to my my beach house down in, in on the coast of Alabama. <laughs> I'd, I'd train him to bring me the paper every day. That's <laughs> what Smokey's good for. Oh, I love the snake, man. God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my number one mascot, <laughs> dog mascot, okay. is from the University of Georgia, Ugga. Yeah, Ugga the Bulldog, the national champs. Yeah, who who who? When they played Texas, went right at Bevo. He went right after that big old <laughs> Texas Longhorn, and I'm going. I'm coming for you, big boy. <laughs> Ugga would have no chance. Uh, no, he would not. He Ugga's would like not. Ugga's Ugga's <laughs> no. like 23 pounds. That would right? last. Yeah, yeah. And that well, what, what's what's that Longhorn coming in at? Oh, at least two thousand, twenty yeah, five hundred, three thousand like pounds, yeah, at least, yeah. With with those pointy longhorns, yeah, he's a ton, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I didn't care; he went right out. So. <laughs> Good stuff, man. <laughs> All right, well, listen. I hope you have a great week. Stay safe and uh, enjoy the sticking balls coming up this weekend over in Blacksburg. I know you will. Should be, should be great. Thanks, buddy boy. All right, brother. Take care. There you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Great stuff from Bill. I like that. Yeah. Ugga versus Bevo. Not a great opportunity for a win. We'll take a break. Come back. David Teal joins us next. 